straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Erin. I'm back. That's Ange. Hi. She's here. Captain Party. Char is here. We have been here. together in so long. It's I been feel like, like a month. I feel like least. we're on a blind date. We don't know each other anymore. That's yeah, a little weird. <laughs> okay. I came of, in hot. All yeah. kinds of stuff are happening. In yeah, we, we came know. in like, hi. Like, this is weird. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. You guys should have just come with me on my vacation. We could have podcasted on the beach. Would have been great. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Podcast goals. Yeah, I mean, they're up there. Uh, you can find My us vacation at, will come soon enough. It is coming. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. <laughs> and you can find us uh Twitter at bitchtalkpod, Facebook, bitchtalkpodcast, Instagram, bitchtalkpodcast. You can email us, you know, like the olden days, therealbtpod at gmail.com. You can also find our podcasts at Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to comment and rate because it matters. We love being rated by you. Please rate and comment. <laughs> Ew. Kavanaugh? Anyways, uh, um, exciting news. Uh, Ange and I have been asked to moderate a panel at the Mill Valley Film Festival this year. It's called the Mind the Gap event. Uh, Mind the Gap is their gender... Uh, equity initiative amplifying and championing work by women filmmakers changing the narrative that shapes our culture uh the mind the gap summit uh is saturday october 6th 10 a.m to 6 p.m it's at the outdoor art club in mill valley for tickets you can go to mvff.com slash mind the gap so please come watch us moderate a panel. Yeah, this is going to be. <laughs> I'm like Google, in Mill Valley. Google, how do you moderate a panel? No, I'm just kidding. It's going to be fun. I'm nervous. Eh, we'll be fine. Just how I always am when we have live events. Like right. A good nervous, but it's definitely. We have to find cute fits. Next level, I feel like. Yeah, but you know, I'm not going to wear all that makeup you made me wear that one time. Okay. But I'll wear something nice. Yes. I will have shoes and everything. Oh, God. <laughs> I won't. You're not going to wear shiny stuff? What do you mean shiny She's going to show up with her, well, her fucking... Are, my jumper? Yes. Stop hating on the jumper. I'm not okay? hating on the I jumper. I sent a I'm picture to Erin. I was like, does this look good? She says yes. And then she was like, whoa, whoa, you're wearing shiny jumper. It, it had a necklace out. connected. Char was also It was in the picture surprised. when I sent it to you. I don't think I understood that it was connected <laughs> to the jumper. Things are connected. Okay. Well, in I'll my wear, world, things are. Connected. I'll wear my muumu from Maui. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, it's about it's, activism in film. So, well, I can wear a muumu. We can wear whatever we want. No, we gotta look cute. Okay. Uh, first of all, let's thank again W. Kamau Bell, who is our three hundredth podcast. Uh, that one's been doing pretty well. People yeah, are into it. Get big all... news for the past couple of weeks for that guy. Back-to-back I Emmys. Know. I mean, timing was a little weird. I, yeah. He, the Big Shock bump, if you listen to the episode, I real. warned him. Yeah. I was like, this is about to happen He won two you. out of the three, right? <laughs> I think that was... Did, uh, we, did we tweet at him and tell him that? I we did. Warned you. The bitch talk bump. No, I retweeted at him, and now I'm like, ugh, he's over us already. I tweeted at him after he won, because I was like, you said if you won, we could come back. Right. And then 
have we have that recorded for us. He's maybe, now too busy for maybe real. Maybe after the Anthony Bourdain episode comes out. Well, that it did came out, out yesterday. Yes. Well, we're filming this on Monday. Uh, filming the twenty-fourth. Sorry, recording. we're recording this on Monday, the twenty-fourth. It aired uh, the first episode of the final season of Parts Unknown. Aired I thought last it was going to be the season finale. I didn't realize it was the first episode. It's the, the first season. one, and it's the only one that is narrated by Bourdain. And I recorded it. I couldn't bring... Well, also, I didn't have any fucking time today, but I couldn't bring myself to watch I don't know. We didn't have time last night, and I didn't want to watch it. Emotionally. But I did... Oh, so last night, in honor of the... The show airing, I wore oh, yeah. my I wore my broke ass Stewart uh, Anthony Bourdain shirt uh, that has a, a drawing of Bourdain, Bourdain and it said Bourdain <laughs> the Bourdain Bourdain anyway um, and it and it says your body's not a temple it's an amusement park enjoy the ride or something yeah. like that so I was wearing my shirt as repping and we were at Hog Island getting, with? getting our oyster on with uh, Richard the Curse the Curse if you've ever heard if you've followed. Us. He's talk been a him. reoccurring character on Bitch Talk. Yep. He's been on Bitch Talk as well. Oh, yeah. I at, forgot uh, he was on for a minute. Races. But he won't come in and sit in with us. Yeah, but anyway. But he so wants he w- to start his own podcast. Anyways, Richard. Yeah, he was a curse for a while. And then I fell in a hole and then we reversed the curse. <laughs> <laughs> and so now he just chills. But yeah, so uh, we have this ritual where we go to Hog Island every time he visits. And I was getting my oyster on and I look across the bar and a fucking friend is sitting there wearing her goddamn Anthony Bourdain shirt too. You can talk about her. Myla? Yeah. Uh, our friend Myla. Yes. From that's <laughs> from that's what she from said. That's what she said. But yeah. also really from the social study where that's what she said is every month. Yeah, so. she's a regular at the social study and she's a a witch. She's a good witch. She yeah. taught us about the psychic seaports yeah. of San Francisco and New Orleans. Yes. We met her like t- 2 years ago now. Two yeah, years ago. But what but what are the chances? And she know. didn't know that the show was airing oh, last she night. She didn't? She said I just wore it because she felt it. Like she felt She's a witch. Like she should channel him. Yeah. And then we're sitting <laughs> literally like five seats away from each other at the bar wearing the sh- the same shirt. It was just it was crazy. That yeah. is weird. Yeah, and sent me a photo of it. Yeah, it was fun. She's like, Oh my god, can you believe it? I'm like, No, but yes. You're both witches. But yes, I do believe it. But it yeah. was just yeah, it was cool. So anyway, it aired last night. Yep. W. Kamau Bell will come back and talk to us about his experience watching it. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> he should come here this time since he's been in this building. Yeah, clearly would, he knows where it is. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I want. Well, anyways, I want a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just too. got back from vacation in Hawaii, and here you are. Want, want, want. Wasn't enough time. <laughs> it's never enough. How long were you there? Actually, twelve days. 12 days, really. It flew by. Is it because we're older and just things happen quickly? What is happening? I guess. Because when we left, we're like, yeah, it's like two weekends and like, you know, whatever. And then by the time it was the last night, it was like, what just happened? Nothing good ever lasts long enough. It doesn't. I find that when I go on trips that are of that length, it usually seems like the very beginning is kind of slow. And then you're just like, oh, I've got plenty of time. And you're just kind of chilling. And then about you've only got like five or you got like five or six days left. You're halfway there. And then it just. And you panic. And then all of a sudden you're just like, holy (laughs) crap. I didn't do anything that I wanted to do. That happened to me when I was in L.A. You yes. know, the first few days was just like, oh, chill. I have time to meet Get up with done. everyone I want to yeah. see and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, we still need to talk about that. But uh, yes, that's. Didn't we talk about that last time? We no. didn't even talk last time. We didn't talk last time. We don't talk anymore. 
Oh, okay. What did we? <laughs> no, because it was the hemlock. That was it. No, we did a basic bitch after. Oh, no. No, we, we did not. We did it no. when I was in LA. She did. We did it when yes, I was. Yes, and she did Marina. Yeah. Oh. I just finished that on the way here. Um, yeah, she but was I was going to say was thanks to Brooke S. Stewart meeting us at the hemlock and sharing a story and then your friend marina coming on the show um, a lot of good stuff still you guys were holding down the fort while i was gone um but yeah you were in la what were the highlights besides know. the dogs that was like a month ago i don't know <laughs> you went to a comedy show didn't you go to a few shows while you were down there yeah i mean i did all i mean like i met i got to meet with a lot of people but I didn't get to meet with half the people that I wanted to you know it's like I got a lot of things done but I didn't get nearly as much as I wanted to get done mm-hmm. also I had phantom that was the height of the phantom cough oh yeah yeah <laughs> and so fire cough so I would like the, the most of the mornings I would spend the whole morning try to get you know like kind of like let the cough relax and then so that I could be presentable to people <laughs> and not coughing in their face and telling <laughs> yeah. them it's not a cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's the fires. But I mean, yeah, I got to my, you know, one of my uh, dear friends that uh, I know from um, worked with at tech TV, who's actually now married to my, uh, to my old boss, um, to my very first boss when I worked in media, he's like running, like that guy's king of the world. He was running CNN Digital at one point. Whoa. And now he, mo- they, that's why they were in Atlanta for years. Okay. And then in July of, uh, July of this year, they made the move back west uh, to do, um, he's heading up, he got hired by Discovery to head up uh, the Motor Trend group because he's going to start up the Motor Trend Network, which is going to be the like replacing velocity channel our friend allison should talk to him hmm yeah he's he's She's talking about trying to move to la yeah he's doing point. a bunch of great things and yeah he's uh so yeah alex um alex wellen who was my uh first he was a executive producer and the uh and the host of the first show i ever worked uh with on tech tv which was it was cybercrime. It was like an I remember that an, an investigated. <laughs> yes, inve- it was when the internet who, was new. Yeah, who hosted that? <laughs> it was Alex and Jennifer London. Yes, I remember. And then, um, and then uh, Chris. If anyone cares, out Chris Kosach, who's his wife, was also one oh. of the, was one of the first original MTV VJs on MTV. Too. Yes. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. She knows. She. It's like it's my world's all coming together. She worked with Sarah. Okay. And. Uh, Sarah from Sarah and Vinny right. from the Alice Morning Show. Right, they worked. They knew each other in St. Louis, but then she came out west. Uh, Chris is originally from the Bay Area, and she came out west. And she, when I met her, she was at Tech TV, and she was host of a do- uh, of a TV show called Audiophile that she hosted with Liam Makelove. Liam Makelove, uh, friend, friend of the, of the show. show, Jinx. So <laughs> it's like all of these worlds. Listen to Bordeaux, like Pub those crawl, two part people, one for Liam. That that couple, that that couple, like I know them from like they, seven different steps of so my career. So they met here, though. In the Bay Area. Yes, when okay. they were because they were, we were all at Tech TV, and that's when they were. To, that's God. when they met, and then they have a couple kids. Tech and TV. They were in DC, and they, he, you know, CNN was leading them all across the country, and then he left. He just left CNN to wow to come out west. He's again. like, I'm I'm out of the news. I'm so, good. And they were in Manhattan Beach, and we hung out in Manhattan Beach for an afternoon. Nice. Yeah, it's nice there. And then um, I did um, 
I did Dis- I did Day Disneyland. I saw that as very just. Yeah, because we were texting for a minute. Yeah, I did Day Disneyland. At first, I was like, I was supposed to meet up with some friends to do it, so I ended up meeting in the area yeah. with some people, and then went out like downtown Disney, and then also like uh, Hollywood Walk that oh, area. Yeah, over yeah, there. yeah. And I have passes to Disneyland, and when I was done meeting up with these people, I was just like, "What the hell?" Yeah, you're there. I was Who like, cares? "I've got passes. I can get in for free. What yes. the fuck am I going to do?" So I just walked in, yeah. and I and you can do your own thing. You and, don't have yeah. to be on anyone's schedule. And I. Spent, I closed Best. down, like, I went for, like, and I got to go for, like, two hours both day. Like, one day I went to Disneyland, and I rode all the rides that uh, Schmoltz won't let me mm-hmm. ride when we're together. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did that for a couple hours, and then the next day, um, or a couple days later, I went to, I was in Hollywood, and uh, I did the same thing for Universal. And they were, clo- they're closing. Um, Harry Potter? No, not yeah, they are not closing, closing Jurassic it's so Park. So fun, ride. <gasps> they are. I think they're going to make a Jurassic King, Jurassic World ride. Oh, that, well, that could be they, better. But the Jurassic close, Park ride could be better. It's pretty they, cheesy. It's awesome though with that drop. The drop is fun, but the dinosaurs themselves. I mean, step up your game. I think so. Uh, well, I'm sure it's going to be bigger and better. So I did that. <laughs> I got to <laughs> hop on that, and then I, I haven't been to Universal in ages. I just met up. I just met up with people and hung out, and then my friend Greg, um, who yeah, I I helped produce his show <clears throat> Second Chances. Yep. So I got to sit in and be local because he usually records there and then sends the audio to. Oh, me here. cool! So we arranged you, it for me to be there for. Were you working it, sort of? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, it was on the. Uh, like I got to you know kind of co-host the episode with him a little bit. And, oh, and excuse me. We recorded a couple of things. I really enjoy his. Po- I listen to his I podcast. I love his podcast. He's, he's had some really very good people. thoughtful interviewer. And it's funny. This uh, th- it's one. It's one of the most my favorite shows that I. Um, if you if you're new to Second Chances, if you're new to Second Chances, the most recent or one of the most recent episodes is. If you guys watch 90210, do you remember? Duh. Um, on 90210, when Steve no. Sanders had that, the he was fighting with his. Yes, um, I remember it, but I don't remember. But I'm sure I do. The the fighting? mom, his mom was the Hartley House. Yeah. mom, and then he had a he had a she had a son. Oh, Chucky. Chucky, yes. Chucky was on the show. Was on. Was the guest What's on the show. What's his name in real life? I'm uh, look Matt up. Nolan, I think. <gasps> Yeah, and it was so funny because I remember listening to the episode and editing it, and then he was like, "Oh, I like I had the stint on I don't know. You guys might know me. I was Chucky, the mean guy that uh. told Steve <laughs> that he was adopted." And and Is that then the I'm one like, one thing he's ever been on. Uh, he's been on a bunch of different stuff. Since he was then, such but, a douche. But on the everybody show. knows Ugh. him for like if you see him, you're like Chucky. <laughs> well, I know nine oh two, at least the first like four seasons. Matt oh, Nolan. Oh, that shit. Yes, that's him. Yeah, Chucky. He was in. Oh. He was only in He's like cute. one or two episodes, but um, wow. I mean, okay, cool. This, so I did that, and um, yeah, I picked up a little bit of. I picked up some editing work while I was down Good. there, and um, I mean, I tried to treat it as much of a work sabbatical as I could, and I, for the most part, I did, um, and you know, mixed in some other stuff with it. So it was fun. Good time. Hmm. Cool. Well, welcome back. It seems no. like ages ago. I mean, like, I don't know why we're talking about that now, because that was, I mean, like, we've seen each other since then. Yeah, but <laughs> just the no, one but night. not really. We only, we interviewed, and then we yeah, rolled then out. out. And then when I saw you when we were interviewing Mar- Marina, but, and then that's it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Talk. Yeah. It's, you know, to me, it seems like it was, like, a year ago. Everything <laughs> yeah. seems like. Jinx. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, you guys are having all kinds of, you're, you know, pounding the pavement and buying all Literally. All bur- <laughs> I wish they would support this show. They yeah, support my feet. Elbows, <laughs> elbows deep in a campaign. Yeah. As if I already wasn't going to be stressed out on November 6th. Now this just adds a whole new, you know. Can we go to the party and record? Would that just stress you out more? Never mind. Care. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I would like to be together for support, for support's sake. We'll see where the well, party's going to be. Yeah. Who knows if Libby Schaaf's even going to win. Sorry. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm, and who I'm knows? not 100%. I, I like Kat Brooks. I, I was just reading cool. about her. Our I think she's a real badass. Our yeah. friend of the show, uh, Gail McLaughlin, endorsed Of Kat. course she did. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. I saw that. Jane Kim probably does. You know, I don't know. Maybe. I don't want to put words in. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, she's great. A good representation of Oakland. Yeah, but I. Well, anyways, yes, uh, I'm not voting there. So I just thought she was born and raised there, and she's not right. Um, I'll give you a couple of highlights from Maui. First of all, uh, I bought a bikini because I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I do yeah. not have a bikini body, but I bought one of the ones where it's like a high waist, mm-hmm. so you know, covers, and then it has like the sheer like. The There's so many thing. cute. It's really cute. Like yeah, yeah. That now, yeah. And uh, and then this really cute top that was very uh, Hawaii. So <laughs> it's very Hawaiian, very, what that very mean? Hawaiian print, oh, like print. Palm, okay. like that kind of shit. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Do you so, get it at Target? No, Cupshe. I don't know. It's that word an you just online said. bathing suit company, which my uh, will neighbor be, will you be wearing it at the pool in Reno? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to Reno? We going to Reno? I can't hey, yet. I was going to talk to you guys about October. Chili I can't. Fest? I can't. Chili Fest, man. You can't go to Chili Fest? No. Wow. I didn't think it was going to happen. Nobody's fucking you, talking about how shit. How would you not think that that was going to happen? That, that was we like did a talk given. about it, We've though. been talking about it for like months. Like months ago, but then nobody says anything, and it's like a few, two, three weeks away. That's true. Maybe we should not go to Chili Fest and then wait till she's done with November 6th. But the problem is, is it going to be hot there for no. for my not pool November. to get my pool on? But we Actually, could still go in the hot chili tub. Fest, it wasn't it even hot, but no. that's okay. Yeah, hot tub. Anyways, go on. Anyway, so I get Sorry. the <laughs> I get the uh, I get the cute bathing suit the day before, of course, and I put it on, and I'm like, I put the top on, and I'm like, what? What's happening here? Like, I don't understand. It's not fitting my boobs all the way. And but I- it did before. No, I just got oh, it sorry. the okay. day before yeah. we left. Yeah. So I'm trying, and it's this thing, and it's really, I couldn't untangle it. I'm like asking Jeff what's you happening. You get the maternity bikini. Well, uh, <laughs> no, but it's one of those things that women do now that there's an under boob that you show now. Huh? Yes. I don't, do I even have enough for under boob? Probably. I barely have you probably boob. have the best. <laughs> No, I barely have boob. It's mine like boo. is like too. <laughs> <laughs> mine's too big for under boob because then it just looks like you're popping out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I still wore it's like it. The I owned it. Muffin top, but like muffin up top. It's instead of side boob, you have under boob now. Everybody does that. I don't time. know what happens. <laughs> I googled it and it's like a thing. Cause I'm like, what is happening? But uh, when you saw pictures of it, you ordered it online. W- was the under boob? No, because it wasn't on a person. Oh, <sighs> if I can find it. Anyways, 
I don't know if I agree with this. Yeah, well, I owned it and I wore that, so I well, didn't care. Well, because it sounds dangerous. You're already, if you do anything physical in a bikini, you're already in danger of plopping out, whether they're Duh. big or not. So already having underboob and then like walking. How does that help me? I don't. I need to see the underboob yeah. you were talking about. So this is the only picture that they had online, and you can't see that they're underneath. It's separated. There's like a separation. Oh, I see the slit. Yeah, I'm showing Ange. Oh, okay. Ugh. So there's a. What? Oh, that's underwear. Okay, no, so they, oh. no, this part. <laughs> that's those thighs. Not, sorry, that's Ange a crotch. Showing his thighs right now. Like no. that. It's not that bad, thank God. Oh my. But yeah, I was like, what the fuck is oh. this? Oh, that's sexy. No, it's just not. Is it sexy? I don't know. It I seems don't like know. it would be. Well, that picture she showed us was sexy. Well, plus, I don't, this has not seen the sun <laughs> ever. There, so that's I had to really lube it up so, under there so, so I didn't get burnt. If I saw that, I'd be like, dude, my boobs are going to pop right through But this. if you see this photo, is this is not, it's, it's fucking cute, cute as it's fuck. Really cute. But they don't have it on a person. So you can't fucking tell. But now that I know, I can see the slit under the boob. But yeah, you would not. You just can't uh, see it. I and see. it's not on a person. Wow. So you just so had like I little saw, boobs slit. I, oops. All I saw was this. And I'm like, yeah, I wanna, I'm going to buy that. Yeah. And it's $25. Fuck nice. yeah. Nice. So it's like having a slit in your dress, but it's uh, but under your boob. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I made it work. Whatever. I don't think that would look good on me. But that for you, yeah. Eh. Anyway, so that was that. You got the <laughs> I wore it. to spare for slits. Yeah, but I didn't know that's what I was getting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> so so now you have one line of tan under your boob? Uh no, it's still pretty it's whatever. I didn't get as I didn't get as tan as I would love like to. Like I know I mean I got darker, but anyways. Hmm. So that was that. Okay. Uh what else happened? Under boob, huh? You I'll know, our that. friend C note. She's doing great. She's loving her life in Maui. I drunk my face off at our favorite uh, bar the first night because I was on vacation the and had the worst mongoose. hangover. Did you see my... Uh, Romeo? Romeo, my we uh, came in. doppelganger. Yes, we came in and they're like, he just left 20 minutes ago. We're like, are you fucking... And, oh. fell, on his, and fell back on his head because he was so trashed. <laughs> what the fuck? The future. <gasps> do not even... I, I he was fine. Fall. He okay. was fine. But, uh, yeah, we went back to our favorite dive bar in Lahaina, the, the Slime Mongoose, uh, where people were slightly racist. It's fine. Uh, mm. Some guy yelled out. I was the only Asian person there, and he yelled out. And we were eating, <laughs> we were eating noodles because that's just what we did at the bar. And he's like, oh, it looks like it's Chinese in here. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> everywhere I'm going <laughs> now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. I'm like, I can't, I couldn't say anything because I'm like, it's Chinese in here. That's bad. Well, it was one of those things where That's Courtney heard it. Jeff heard it. I heard it. And Courtney got really pissed. And she's like, what the fuck did he just say? And I'm like, I think I heard that right. But I'm just going to keep drinking because this is where you live. And I don't want to. And I'm vacationing here for 12 days. And I want to come back. So I'm not going to start And Hawaii is like fucking high school. Yes. Everybody knows all Everybody knows everyone. So I didn't say anything. But that was fun. So I just kept drinking. (laughs) Got really hungover the next day. Wow. I was like, you're on an island with native people. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, what else? We just ate a lot and drank and sat at the beach. Went to Hana. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. So that's it. Came back. 
Uh, I went to McFleetwoods, which uh, seems cheesy, but it wasn't. It was really awesome. Uh, we didn't see any of Fleetwood Mac there, though. But when I bought my Moo Moo and Macawow, I really seriously felt like a uh, Stevie Nicks. So were I was you, singing a lot of Stand Back. Were you planning on purchasing a Moo Moo, or did one just call out to you and you were like, it's time? Because that's a big step. Our friend has like really cute cover up Moo Moos that mm-hmm. I was wearing. Yeah, for like the beach. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So I found one, but it basically. You, the one that I bought, I could just, I could have bought it downtown Mill Valley, quite frankly. Like, when you see it, you're like, <laughs> all right, where's your dream I love catcher? Um, I think my grandmother, when she was raising us, that's all. She would rock moo moos. I wish I'd saved one of those. It's fantastic. Because that's like a lived in moo moo. That's when yeah. it gets real. When yeah. It's soft and worn and. Yeah. I was wearing it everywhere. And then I was telling, so when you texted me that, I went, I was at this bar. It's actually a really cool tiki bar called Last Rites in the Castro. And I was talking to my friends about the Moo Moo. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, when I retire, I'm just going to rock a Moo Moo and become a pirate. Like that's just always been my plan for the future. Move to an island. Yeah, move to an island or on a boat. Sure. Whatever, either way. Drink moonshine. Rock a Moo Moo. Yeah. Oh, I learned how to play not really well. Uh, I learned how, well, we did a lay making class, mm-hmm. which was fun. Nice. And um, with a woman named Ma Puana. And when I, so I remember her name is Ma Puana. Ah. <laughs> oh, my little pretty one. My pretty one. Um, um, so she was cool. She was native to Hana. Really beautiful woman. But she taught us how to play the ook. And oh, it's hard sweet. as fuck. It's not. Yes. so much easier than the C, guitar. C, C7, D. Like, I can't move my hand. You just named, like, all the easiest notes. And it's hard. I'll show you. Okay. So, anyways, it was really difficult. Jeff was getting it because he used to play the bass, so it was right up his alley. Whatever. Show off. Um, we, we stayed <laughs> at this place called Travasa. If anyone wants to treat themselves Maui and get away from people, go up there and stay there a few nights. Like, the bartender at the pool came over to us at the pool and was like, what do you guys want to drink? We never had to get out. Mm. <sighs> it was nice. Damn it. Yep. I invited you. Yeah, my time will come. Okay. Anyways, that's all. We made it back. We flew flew standby both ways. It all worked out. Sweet. Thank goodness. Did you follow... So there's... <clears throat> Did you follow like any other shit that was happening, like with Serena Williams at the U.S. Oh, Open? I was in tears. Stuff? Of course, I was bawling. Thank you because yes. I was bawling. So my sister's obsessed with tennis. So. I already forgot that happened. That feels like it was ten years ago. Yeah, but that was while you were gone, right? That happened the weekend that we left. That right. was the weekend. Of that the was Open. the weekend that you left. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I, I uh, my sister records all that shit because you know it's like she loves sometimes it. off hours. But the U.S. Open was anyway. Right. She recorded it and I came home and I knew that she was playing Osaka because I had seen Osaka's game and when they were interviewing her win, she's like, I'm just excited to play Serena. Like just so humble and beautiful, sweet. And just, there's just no ego. She just, I'm playing tennis. Yeah. I'm just excited to play Serena. That's it. Right. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a really cute final. Yeah. (laughs) Those are my thoughts. Like, oh, her playing her hero and there's no ego there and it's just going to be cute. So my sister... (laughs) She's like, did you watch the finals? And I was like, no, why? And she was like, it was dramatic. I was like, did Osaka just like demolish uh, Serena and like kick her out? And she's like, just watch. So I watch 
and like you, I'm in fucking tears uh, during the awards ceremony or oh, whatever. Was... I'm just bawling. Like she just won her first major, the first major for any Japanese yes. uh, player. Right. And she's like lowering her visor, bawling. It was just, it was so sad. It was rough. I mean, the whole all thing, the way around was really rough. the whole thing was really rough, and I just felt so. I was yeah, it was so emotional. Sorry to bring it up again. No, it's but, okay. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I had have thoughts on it. I Talk about them. Bad for both of them, yes. obviously. For both of them, I'm like I think the no no coaching rule is antiquated. I mean, it's like the fucking uh, electoral college. You right. know, like. Why is that a rule? In every other sport, your coach is allowed to coach you. Right. And how is it and f- on the sideline? And how? Yeah. And how is it fair that your a player gets uh, deducted because of something their coach does? Right. You know. I mean, none of it's fair all the way around. Right. So that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. You should be able to be emotional as an athlete, and and you know, of course, there's the double standard of like how men are treated versus women. And that's not right either. But I think in general, you should be riled up. You're the greatest pl- athlete on earth in her case. But mm-hmm. in any other case, a professional athlete, you should be allowed to show your emotion. And, and if you fuck up and throw your racket, then, yeah, you get deducted. That's fair. But, like, you should be able to express yourself. And I don't know. I loved when she was like, men do this all the time. Yeah. And I'm getting penalized for stuff that they do. Yeah. And, and, every- and I mean, but also, okay, that doesn't make... You know, oh, you, you did it, so I should. You know, like that argument isn't always fair, but no, like, but it was true. But it's true. McEnroe built his whole career off of uh, throwing fits, right? And this so. exact umpire has has refed all these people that are known for being mm-hmm. very verbal and mm-hmm. <laughs> emotional. Mm-hmm. But like when it's a man doing it, it's like, oh, he's passionate. But when it's Serena, like, oh, she was hysterical. Yeah. Or she emotional. had a breakdown. Mm-hmm. These words that are used for her are never used for McEnroe. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, a lot just, of shit happened. So that lot, happened. Man. And then Francis, uh, right? Hurricane Francis. Oh. Was um, happening. Not Fra- It's uh, Florence. Oh, Florence. Florence. I keep calling it Francis. I know, like Francis. Sorry. I don't know your friends. I don't- no, Florence. Florence, that happened, and then we were getting a hurricane also called yeah. Olivia, which only turned into a tropical storm, but we had to leave our friend's apartment because the place that she works at made her go into work. Um, oh, awesome. For, Thank you. But she was like, well, my friends are with me, so they have to stay with me, so we got two nights at a nice hotel. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Win-win. Yeah, we worked that out. Uh, but that was cool, but it was interesting being on an island and you're seeing this thing come and you're like well (laughs) nothing to do we'll see what'll happen but really watching what was happening with Florence which I still don't really know the like the toll it took on is that the southeast I don't have the number of um I don't know last time I heard like maybe 16 died and Mm -hmm. then before that all that shit about Puerto Rico was being talked about and the fucking douche that's living fake, in the claiming, White House. Claiming fake news because... Yeah. So, the... <laughs> Anyways, so that to... that happened. And then all this Kavanaugh shit started happening. I'm like, I... That's... I know this is normal, but I think, I don't know, being away and being able to actually kind of focus on it, it was like, I don't know where to put my attention to. And there's so many things happening. I think more so... Um... 
people's reactions, like the double double standards, and because so like the GOP, right? They're known for being like the Bible Belt yep. and the very religious and they're all whatever. Up. Yeah, but when when they're out there saying like, oh, what seventeen year old boy hasn't done this? Tell oh, yeah. me that boys will be boys, really. But when a when a girl is drunk and is raped, she asked for it. What's her because fault? She dressed a certain way mm-hmm. and she drank. And, yeah, it just. That makes me madder than, uh, that's what makes me the most mad, I guess. I, I'll say is just people's reactions when it's one person versus uh, another because they're on your side. Mm-hmm. It just really, uh And I watched Fahrenheit 11.9. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. You're for welcome. The the yes, please talk about that. And that was, it was good. It was really good. I, I like, he gives everybody shit, first of all. You know, this is not a... Fuck the GOP and and Donald Trump. He, I left there feeling really mad at Obama and mm. you know Hillary. I mean, it's just like he gives it. He gives it all around. Um, and I think the message is great. I thought it was. Um, he's been interviewed saying the worst thing I could do is give people ninety minutes of of Donald Trump. He's like, so maybe he's <laughs> in it for about five to ten minutes, but the rest is about how this happened to us. Because mm-hmm. really, that's what he's trying to answer mm-hmm. is like, how did we get here? Uh, because that can help us solve how to get out. Mm-hmm. So the president is in it for a little bit, but really, it's about like it's- certain cases. Like uh, he's uh, he talks specifically about Flint, the Flint water crisis, yep. and during uh, Obama. the governor of mm-hmm. Michigan. That's just like the biggest piece of shit ever. So like different. Um, yeah, instances like that that got us where we are. But he also talks about some uplifting shit like the Parkland kids mm-hmm. who, who started the largest rally and march ever in the history of our nation. Um, the teacher strike that started in West Virginia that, that created a movement across a bunch of other states for, for teachers' rights. So, like, you know, he goes across the board and and ultimately it's like, vote, take action, mm-hmm. period. That's it. It's not that difficult. So, okay. So it wasn't hard to watch or was it hard? Oh, little- no, it was. Afterwards, we had to, I watched it with Allison and I was like, we need to decompress. I was Allison, already crying. Our friend fr- Allison? Okay. I was already crying within the first two Five, minutes oh. because he opens on election night. And, uh, you know, all these women and of all ages and ranges. And there was this one woman in her car like, I can't believe I just voted for a woman. And she's like bawling, you know. And So and- he sets you up. Well, and Grant, well, it just brought me back to that right. fucking night. And I was with you, and we were with Champagne Richard, and ra- razor Richard blades. the Curse. Richard the Curse. This is the first of his cursing was yes. election night. Yep. We'll never invite him again. Um, yeah, it just brought back all those emotions. <laughs> and uh, Hillary was in no way, shape, or form my favorite perfect nope. candidate. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a special moment for me to have voted for her. But anyway, yeah, I was already crying within the first couple of minutes, and... So I needed to decompress after watching it. <laughs> Did you guys grab a drink? Yeah, that's okay, what I meant. Yeah. By, that's my definition. Of yes, <laughs> decompressing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So many things. Um, what else has been happening? I don't even know. The Emmys. Well, I was going to say, and then W. Kamau Bell won two Emmys. But I don't so that really was awesome. give a shit about that. I feel like the Emmys are like the most boring of the... Did you watch any of them? We didn't watch it because it was on a. No, I forgot it, it was on a Monday night. We moved it to a Monday and it was weird. Yes. Well, so. and 
I don't know, Colin Jost and oh, Michael Che. F- like, them. do they Sorry. care about anything? No. First of all, I'm like, they they don't care about any. Do they even know each other? Like, they even when they're they just like, and they they don't really interact. It's not like Amy Poehler and right Tina Fey. Right. It's yeah. like, are do they even know each? Other? Do they know that another person's standing <laughs> next to them on stage and like, they don't. I don't feel anything. I heard them. it wasn't funny. Like they weren't really funny. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch. Oh, okay. it. I, like I, I think I wasn't in a place to record it. Like I, for I was just saying, I for, I totally forgot that it was on a Monday, and I was just like, oh crap, I should probably set that up. But I wasn't in. I wasn't anywhere near. For you me. remembered, and then you forgot. Right. And then it didn't matter. And then Monday. So then yeah, I the thought, Emmys oh, I'll catch it on Hulu or something like that. But then uh, by that point, I you know got the list of winners, and it didn't matter. Yeah, anymore. it didn't matter. Right. Well, I think also because it's not like the the Academy Awards, where every year it's about new movies. These a lot of them are like the same TV shows that have been part of the Emmys for you know like when Modern Family just won for five years right. in a row. And Frasier. So it just and you know granted they're great shows, great writers, whatever. But it's just like same shit, you know, New yeah. Year, and yeah. boring hosts. Yeah, on a Monday night. I was just gonna say <laughs> I'm I'm more excited for film. Academy season. Yeah, exactly. That's I think we might have some pretty good people on the show coming up. So, fingers, yeah, and hopefully a and return. Fingers and toes crossed. A return guest that I like to sit next to. Yep, I like to sit real. Close yeah, we've to. been. We've been. <laughs> I guess maybe because it's the film festival that's coming through. There's. We've been like. I'm having trouble keeping track of all. the Well, things I know that are we have through. to go over that after this podcast because it's too. It's it's a lot. Well, it was to the and point you have other shows that are also right, being like, peppered in w- with while all that. you guys while we were separated while we were all separated at birth. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we need an assistant. If anyone wants to assist us, it's the real pod at gmail.com. I had a whole list of things, and that list actually grew like three oh. more. Can tours you resend after it? That. Yeah, so. It was. Uh, it's not a bad problem to have. It's just you it know, isn't a bad problem. This to isn't have. our We're not one. Complaining at this all. isn't our one job, which is hard. <laughs> it's just that yeah. It's, it's just a lot of balls. It's a lot of it's a lot of coordinating, especially when you've got you know multiple, multiple shows and yeah. multiple we have personalities. Some... Oh yeah. And, well, what I mean, uh, a compliment that I got from one of my other hosts last year, months back or whatever it was. Uh, one of the guys looked at me and he goes, it's like you are a manager of many different startups. And he's like, and he goes, and that job is fucking hard. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's like you, you have to juggle personalities and you have to juggle schedules and you have to juggle everything. And you've got to just kind of have calendars, to balance, balance it and make it all work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I always say it's like, be careful what you wish for yep. because years ago when I was, you know, producing a one track radio show and you're not allowed to do a bunch of different things or like if I could do my own show, I'd do this and I do that. And now I get nothing but that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get to I get to, I have the the pleasure of producing different shows across different spectrums. But then mm-hmm. you're all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we like to keep you entertained, Char. I know. Um, a couple of quick shout outs and we probably should wrap up. Uh, our The film uh, Dark Money is going to actually be on PBS October 1st. So look for that. Uh, we interviewed the director, Kimberly Reed, a few months ago. It's very timely uh, coming up on midterms, just knowing where 
all this dark money is coming from uh, into politics, especially in the U.S. So we hope that you watch it. It's it's a really well done film for what they're covering. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else could do it like she did. And um, you have a new love for Montana if you've never. Well, I already about it. wanted to move you to Montana. You already did, but I am just like, wow, Montana is really killing it. Yeah, yeah, they're independent. Yeah. Um. So try and find that again. It's uh, going to be on your local PBS station on October first. Another thing that I don't think Char knows about, but I uh, I applied for us to be at Sketchfest in January, and um, I proposed a really killer show, and I'm really hoping that we get through on it. So um, if you want to see Bitch Talk at Sketchfest in San Francisco in January, uh, you should tweet at them and tell them that you want to see us. So let's just say it involves Johns, plural. <laughs> And possibly Jessamay Peluso. So. John on John. John on John. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's a lot going on. And uh, it's not a bad thing. But uh, We anyways. have some really, really exciting guests coming up. Yeah. That it's a little the too much. Of... Not too much. It's just a little like, yeah. All right. Cool. No, <laughs> yep. There's to the point where there's been a couple of good, you know, higher profile guests. And but then they're all like because of this all during the film festival they're all kind of on top of each other and then you're yep. like which one do we choose yeah yeah well can they all just be at night can you guys just <laughs> or seven in the morning that'd be great uh, <laughs> either seven at night or seven in the morning it'd be really perfect um, and in the East Bay if you could just kidding um, but yeah it's it's all exciting it's just juggling so anyways. That's bitch talk for now. <laughs> I'm tired. I feel like we were. This was an exhausted one. Well, I didn't even tell you that. Thanks our, for following along. If our, you, sorry, our, we're a little burnt out. Our right now. dogs have been like shitting up a storm. I don't know why. Koki oh today. We found out she has a fucking ulcer on her <gasps> eye and is in the cone of shame today. Oh my god. And then god. had explosive diarrhea. So that's what we came home to. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yeah, poor little Koki. It's okay though. I don't oh, know. I... She might have Giardia. Didn't Bailey have that? Yeah, when yeah. it was raining a lot. When it was raining a lot yeah, because she well, licked some water that was like shit yeah, well, water. Yeah, we don't something. know what she's been doing. So anyways, I got to get home and make fun of her coat. <laughs> I always get confused by Giardia because it's a sickness that sounds kind of beautiful. It's kind of a beautiful word, right? Giardia. No, it's, it's like a place like, in Italy. What's like, her name? Giardia. With the big boobs and lollipop head. Big boobs and Dolly Parton? Oh. <laughs> Gia, Big boobs. Laura, Laura, Lauren. Oh, San Giacoma. No. <laughs> what is in your head right now? I can't even. She's on Food Network. Uh, I don't know who you're talking she's about. She's on um, the show that you used to watch, like the first season that our friend used to be married. Auntie's Potty? She's on that show. She's yeah. one of the hosts. Uh, De-, De Laurentiis. Sorry. That's what that reminds me of. Giardia? De Laurentiis. Her, her, fe- her first name starts with a G, doesn't it? Gianni? Giada. 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 Giardia. Thank you. Giada, and that's Italian. You know. You don't know who she is? And that's Italian. Giada. Oh. Giardia. Giada. I don't watch a ton of Food Network. That's like the- You don't? I don't think so. When we were in- Sorry, when we were in South America, like everybody would kind of take turns having the runs or whatever. So we had this phrase. Sounds like my- Every week, yeah, we, that's your love life. <laughs> yeah, but no. So we had this phrase, and it was like, "Dear diari," like "Dear diary," "Dear diari," "I diaria diario," because in Spanish, "diario" means daily. 
Dear Diaria, Diaria, Diario. Uh, so it's like Giardia, Diaria. <laughs> Giada, Giaria. We gotta go. Diaria. I have to go. I gotta go eat something. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, catch us next week at That's What She Said in San Francisco. It's the monthly speaking event for women only. This time we're going to be talking about politics, bitches, and how to get into it, how to help, how to motivate, how to rally. I mean, Ange, you should probably give a speech while you're up there. Okay. About politics. No, thank you. Okay. Because <laughs> she's in it. We'll be fun. We'll be there live. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bitch, please.